you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Hello and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I'm Aeneas Williams. At the start of the NFL's 100th season, NFL Network's Steve Weiss hosted a luncheon with Bears legends Devin Hester and Charles Peanut Tillman. Let's listen in. Uh, look, we're finally here. September, it's real football. We have the oldest rivalry in the NFL. We have two great Chicago Bears to talk about the history of this game, on and off field stuff, and what's going to happen in this 29 season. So please help me in welcoming, first off, Devin Hester, Chicago Bears, the all-time return leader, four-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, and Charles Peanut Tillman. Longtime Bears cornerback, two-time Pro Bowler. The man could punch the ball out of any tight team. <laughs> but, you know, before we get started, Charles is joining us just a couple days after this uh, fantastic fundraiser uh, where he raised more than $100,000 for uh, pediatric cancer research. And, and Peanut, you know, we, we've seen some of the coverage on, but yeah. why don't you just let everybody know about your, uh, your Gilligan's Island row here. So... Um... Uh, a buddy of mine, Jake Beckley, we built a rowboat starting in January from scratch. We built this boat ourselves, did everything to it, and uh, we finished building it in J June. And last Sunday, we set off to row 65 miles across Lake Michigan. 
And we started in St. Joe, Michigan, and ended at the 31st Street Harbor, downtown Chicago. And it was about 60, 65 miles. And yeah, took about 25 hours. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It was a great experience, but we raised a, a lot of money for it. Well, that's awesome. And as we know, Charles is a former Walter Payton Man of the Year winner as well. So this is nothing out of the ordinary, even though it was an extreme and just awesome event. So congrats on that. Thank you. All right, Devin, as we, as we kind of uh, enter the 100th season of the NFL, so let's take it back to when you were a kid growing up. What, what do you remember, like, be it a team, be it a, a player, be it a play that really stuck out and made you say, you know what, I want to do that one day? I would say um, growing up, my father was a, a Dallas Cowboy fan, so, of course, I had to be a Cowboy fan, too. Um, I would say one of the plays when uh, Dallas went to the Super Bowl, and won it, and just how the confetti and everything was falling, and I was like, wow, it's a great honor. All right, Peanut. I was a, I was a Barry Sanders guy. Uh, Barry was a shorter, I was a Peanut, I was shorter nickname. <laughs> and uh, I just liked how he ran the ball, and it was like, we were talking about this back in the, in the production meeting, it was just like you were playing tag, and it was as if people were trying to touch him, and he was just, uh, uh. <laughs> And, you know, like, I was a huge Barry Sanders fan. And having the opportunity to talk to him one day at a, we were playing golf, and I was like, WTF, this, <laughs> this Barry Sanders, oh, oh, my God. You know, even though I'm a player, like, I'm still a huge fan of a lot of the, the NFL legends that we have. And it was just, it was just an honor. It really yeah, was I mean, an honor. Yeah, and I'll just never forget being in my last year of college in school in Washington, D.C., um, when Doug Williams yeah. uh, won the Super Bowl, becoming the yeah. first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl, how much that really shaped a lot, a lot of thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, so now you guys were both, you both excelled on the field in the yeah. NFL as well. And Peanut, I'll start with you. Just one of the most memorable things that, that you were a part of, be it a teammate, be it Super Bowls, um, just something that you can really, that, that's always going to be there with you. Well, I, I think being that it's, like, the NFL 100 and you saw, like, some of the most iconic plays, right? Like, you can all remember, and I don't care about your age, but you can all remember the plays that we just saw. And in my lifetime, I wasn't a part of none of that, but what, I've, what I remember is uh, this man right here, the, the Super Bowl 40, 41, whatever it was, he returned the opening kickoff. So the only thing about that, I'm mad I wasn't on the field because I didn't do kick return. I wasn't on kick return. If you look at a lot of Devin plays, I'm like one of your blockers, right? Yeah, most definitely. And I love punt return because I knew what time it was. I was so damn mad that <laughs> I was not a part of that because I'm like, man, I, I just. But you got I, to see it. I got to see it, but I wanted to be on the field blocking for it. Like, it was fun blocking for him. I, I, I truly enjoyed it. I remember the first one was uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. And I'm running with my guy, and I'm like, oh, he, oh, he right there. I just, you know, like, that was, and it just became a reoccurring thing. We just kept doing it over and over again. So I was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's an iconic play when you think of 100, 100 years of football. Like, come on, man, that speaks volume. It speaks for itself. What, what about that, Devin? Because, you know, I've seen an interview where you're saying, hey, we were told that they weren't even going to kick the ball to me, that they were going to keep it away. And it was right there. It was near your hometown. You're right. Right there near Miami. You're right in Miami. So just kind of walk us through that. And like you said, it's an iconic moment in NFL it history. It was, truly. Um, just leading up to the Super Bowl, you know, we had um, faced a lot of adversity as far as team kicking away from us. Um, and so we knew that the, uh, the coach, uh, special team unit, cover unit was poor that year. Coach Dave told he's one of the 
I would say, film, newspaper junkie. Like, he studies that. and The best special team coach best, in the NFL. Best, yeah. best team coach, hands down. Um, but um, he was getting the inside scoop on their special team and what uh, Tony Dungy was saying about the upcoming weekend. It'll be like, he'll come to me and practice like Monday, but like, man, I just read and I just seen that Tony Dungy's not kicking it to you. And then Tuesday will come. Well, they slightly changed their mind. And then Wednesday come. They, they, they're uh, thinking about doing it. Friday come here. Like, nah, they're not kicking to you. Then the day of the game, he say, well, I just found out from inside school. They're going to try you the first time. So make the best of it. And, <laughs> you know, I just knew then I was going to get an opportunity. But um, like I said, Peanut said that uh, Super Bowl moment. But I would have to would say, for me, my rookie year had to be the Arizona game. I think that right there really defined our season and the character and the, the true players and the leaders that we had on that team. And from me speaking, from you guys not knowing, but we uh, went into the half, I want to say down 20-some points. Yeah. And um, I can remember sitting in my locker and then um, hearing Olin crew bringing everybody up and it was like something I never seen before. Like it was like Olin, like Coach Lovey, y'all, could we have a moment with the players? I don't want any coaches in here. He pretty much cleared all the coaches out. And he brought us together and was like, hey, listen, we're going to hit them in the mouth. We're going to fight. And listen, if we do what we're going to do when we play the way we play, we're going to win this game. And, and to see that and to see how our team come out that second half and play, it was like, wow. And nobody was scared. It was, it was just like confidence. Like, yeah, we're down 21 nothing. Yeah, whatever. We'd be yeah. all right. We're going to win this game. Like, was that the was, Dennis Green game? That's the Dennis yeah. Green game. Like, it was just, it was just like true, it was true confidence. It was like, like when he spoke, man, it just really, really just built life into everybody. Like, we really believed we was going to win that game. Like, regardless, we could have been down 40 points. But the way we came in our locker room from just hearing from Olin and those, those leaders talking about how we're going to come back, we, like, we honestly, like, really felt like we was going to win it. That's kind of cool hearing you guys tell a perspective because most of us know the Arizona Cardinals coach Dennis Green, we let him off the hook. Yeah. They, they are who we thought they were. And you're like, no, we're better than who you thought we were. Exactly. Yeah. We just had cool a bad hearing. first half, that's all. So you, you talk about, you know, being members of the Bears. And we know the reason why the NFL is kicking off its 100th season is because the Bears packles rivalry. The Bears were an original franchise in the NFL. What does it mean, like, the first time you guys both drafted here, but the first time you understood the history and the legacy of this franchise, be it when you walked in Hallis Hall, I mean, when did it really hit you? Like, wow, I mean, this is, you know, I, I'm playing for a legendary club. I think for me it happened in 03. So that was the year that they rebuilt the stadium. Mm -hmm. And first game of the season, it was against Green Bay. And I wasn't, you know, everyone made a really big deal about playing Green Bay and it's a new stadium and it's Monday Night Football. No, 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 no. I'm like, eh, it's just a game. Like, I didn't. And then you see people tailgating and you see, you know, a lot of Bears fans having the Wisconsin, you know, the it's worst state ever shirt. I saw a lot of that. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, I was just like, dang, this, I ain't never seen someone hate another team so much before. This is, <laughs> this Green Bay uh, Bear, Chicago, this, this is real, okay. And I think, yeah, that was like me getting indoctrined into the, okay, this is Bears and Packers, like we, this is, this is it. 
You know, it's like Bloods and Crips. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, right? and, you, and you play twice a year. I mean, did it and always? And you play twice a year. Did it, did it feel and like that I don't that know if we the Bloods or the Crips. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or Romeo and Juliet, whatever their last name was. The Capulets and Montagues. Yeah. There you go. Capulets and Montagues. Like, they hated each other. So it was, <laughs> man, it was. Was it, was it like that every time you played? It was like that, man. And um, for me, coming into to the, to the organization, um, getting drafted by the Bears, like, all I can remember was Coach Lovey saying, <laughs> One thing we're going to do in Chicago is beat Green Bay, win our division, and I think win the Super Bowl. In that order. <laughs> that was the order. Like, he didn't, he didn't care. We went 7-9, and nine, as long as we made the playoffs, and we beat Green Bay twice. That was, that was, that was our, pretty much how I was walking into the organization. That's what I was taught. Like, regardless of who we play, we hate the Packers. Wow. I mean, it's, and it's interesting. You can't, see, so you got on Bears jerseys, we see some stuff. You can't go on, like, a Bears fan's, Facebook page, whatever, look in their bio, it'll say Bears fan, Packers hater. Yeah. I mean, it is, or Packers fan, Bears hater. There's there's one Packer fan out there. I see him on his phone trying to get on the hat. He got on the hat. He's trying to, yeah. He's proud. There's probably some closet Packers fans here, too. It might be. It's crazy, because it it, it built a a angerness in in the Bears, because, like, I fought one of my teammates from college because he played for the Packers. Like, we actually fought in the game. It was like, and we played together in college. It was like, I was like, wow, well, you know what I mean? You just, when you play the Packers, you just ready to fight. So, again, th- these are some of the original franchises here as you go into its 100th season. I, I don't know the dollar amount that the clubs were purchased for, but we know it was a lot less than oh, what they were. Yeah, it's probably like $2. Right. <laughs> yeah. $2 in a newspaper. So, do you, so when you look, when you think, let's, let's just kind of take ourselves back in a time capsule. And then now... If those original owners can see what the NFL has become, what do you think would be the one thing where they're like, well, didn't quite expect this to happen? Let me sit back and think about that one. I'd probably say for us to, for the NFL to have their own day of the week, like they have their own channel, their own day of the week. Like everyone knows Sunday, I mean, it's it's a holiday, the Sabbath and all that, I, I, I get it, but... During the fall, like Sunday is, it's, all right, we going to church in the morning and we got to be home by noon because it's kickoff, right? Like to have your own day Sunday and then the way the NFL has taken over, playing games in London, right. I for sure don't think George House is like, yeah, we're going to play a game in London and smoking a cigar. Like I, I don't <laughs> think he, he thought that when he bought the teams. Like, yeah, I hope when I'm long gone in 2010, we're gonna play a game in London. Like, I don't think, <laughs> that wasn't on his mind, right? But yeah, I, I think they really trip out on London games. For me, I think it's um, the exposure and the advertise that these guys get. Like, they're on pretty much on every commercial from Pizza Hut to everything endorsement-wise. Like, marketing-wise, I don't think they knew that it was gonna be that much exposure. Like, when you turn on, like, Gillette, you know what I mean, uh, shampoos, like, everything, they pretty <laughs> yeah. much, the NFL pretty much is on everything now. I would think they would say, I'm paying a quarterback $30 million a year? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably part of it. Let's, let's kind of transition to the legends aspect of okay. this, because you guys are former players now, and we know the NFL is doing a fantastic job of bringing you and other former players into the fold and establishing relationships with current players. And, and so I'll start with you, Devin. When you... When you think about when you were uh, when you were playing, like what what veteran or former player really reached reached out to you and, and said, "Hey man, here's here's something I could you really need to do. Here, I can help you with this, 
or here's a path you need to follow to really become the best you can be? I would say for me, um, had to be uh, Deion Sanders. We built a relationship, I want to say, like my going into my sophomore year in college. And he really, really just took over the mentorship with me uh, all the way down from time management to preparing, you know what I mean, meal prepping, uh, focusing, you know what I mean, things like that. And then he really just educated me to have that mindset of where I was in college, but I was thinking like a pro athlete. You know, when it comes to, like I say, the management part, uh, when I get to the league, what to expect. As far as meetings, um, taking care of your body is one of the most important things to film watching. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's so hard as younger guys to grow into the league and have that mindset of saying that, you know, I'm in the league, but I want to think like a pro. How did that relationship start? That's Florida State against Miami. It was I mean, a, it's a Florida thing. Okay. You know, we both from Florida, so it kind of just, Florida just meshed. Charles? We drank from the same water. Oh, okay, Charles? <laughs> Dwayne Joseph, he was our player development. I think they, it's player engagement now, but Dwayne Joseph was, he was a former player. He played for the Bears. Now he's the assistant general manager for the, uh, for the Raiders. He was a guy that just kind of sat me down and just took an interest in me and really just kind of showed me how to be a professional, how to be a pro, how to study, what to look for when you watch film, what the league was about. He kind of just prepared me for it and, you know, how to save your money. Here's how you be a pro. Here's how you... Um, uh, represent yourself when you go to an appearance, you know, don't wear a hat, here's what you do, you know. He taught me really how to build a brand. You know, he, he talked about the Michael Jordan brand and now you're the president of, and the CEO of Charleston Incorporated. Well, what do you want your brand to be? Do you want it to be something sloppy or do you want it to be powerful like the Nike or the NFL logo or, you know, something? So he really kind of, he put me on that, that business, that grown man and representing your brand. And I was like, all right. And I, I took interest in, you know, I was very grateful for it. You guys have been there. I mean, a lot of young guys don't listen to that. They hear it, right? but they don't listen to right. it. I mean, how, how important was it for you to say, okay, this guy's really trying to help me. Okay, he's not just talking to me. I need to listen to him. Like when Dion came to you and said that stuff, how important was it like, I better listen to what Dion is telling me? I think the reason why it really, really stuck to me because he was where I wanted to be. So when, whenever you're, you're trying to do something like be a doctor, a lawyer, or anything, and you get advice from somebody that's already done it and successful, I think you can go wrong with that situation because they're always going to tell you their mistakes that they made. That way you won't make the same mistakes. You can oversee those mistakes and, you know, skip those mistakes and kind of mock what they're doing to try to be just like them. And how important was it for you once you were the veteran player right. or former to reach back. I mean, do you still do it now? I mean, I know you do oh, a ton yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I've, I've, I've talked, I've spoke with uh, many current players just about um, certain technique, how to, how to punch out a football, things like that. Or if I'm just at a high school game, I, I went to a high school game the other day and I was talking to the player's dad. And I was like, look, man, if he, tell him, tell him to come by the crib. I can, I can show him something that'll make him just a step faster or to get up the field and, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I like, I feel like it's selfish if you have all this knowledge and information you and you don't want to share it with other people yeah. because somebody was unselfish, they were selfless, and they shared that information with me, and I've been pretty successful. I think I've been pretty successful, and I, my goal, I want to, hey, I got a lot of stuff up here, and I want to use that, so I have no problem uh, go, I, I went to Carolina one year. Coach Rivera flew me down and spent two days with the DBs, and we just talked about 
how to create takeaways and force takeaways. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I've, I love the league. I love the current players. I'm a fan of the league. And if there's some way I can help them out and create takeaways or help you do whatever, I'm all for it. You talk about on-field stuff. What about off-field stuff? I mean, especially you being a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner, telling people the importance of <clears throat> giving back, but also the element of, okay, you're from Texas, mm -hmm. whatever, but you're, you're playing in Green Bay or you're playing in San Francisco. How to become part of that community that you may know nothing about? I mean, how do you, how do you convey that to it? And, and because the teams tell the players, hey, you know, you got to do stuff. You have to be part of the community. You do, but I also think it has to speak to you. You don't, don't just do it just because the team tells you to do it. Because if, if, if that's why you're doing it, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. You should really want to do it because you truly want to help another person. And everyone in this room, in the league, we all made it to where we, we wouldn't have made it to where we wanted to without getting help from somebody somewhere along the way. Like, I'll be the first to admit, I had a lot of help. I had a lot of people help me get to where I am. So for me, coming to a city not knowing a lot about some of the areas, I was like, yo, how can I help? I'm gifted. I've been blessed. I've truly been blessed. And I want to reach out and give to the next Charles Tillman who has the idea of thinking that they can play in the NFL. Well, if it takes me sitting here talking to you, reading a book, shaking your hand, building a playground, uh, building a house, habitat, for, whatever. And if in that process we have a communication and I happen to say something and it sparks an interest in you and you go on and succeed in life, well then, hey, I've done something right. You know, I, I feel like we all have guides in our journey in life. And our job is to figure out who that guide is. And maybe I'm a guide for the day for this, for this person and I just might share what's on my heart, what's on my mind. And if they listen, hey, so be it. Hopefully they do and they could, you know, go on and do great things. Okay. Well, we know we're on a tight schedule here. Thank you so much for kicking off the 100 season with us. We really appreciate it. Let's enjoy the rest of the day. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at nfllegends at nfl.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. 
Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's PACASO.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.